Sunday, September 5th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is Almost Live, our weekend podcast during the season, albeit a few days late because the Buckeyes played on Thursday. Normally, the show will be about twice as long, but today we're down to the filet mignon of guests. The Dean of Ohio State Recruiting, Bill Curlick, joins us. Bill, how goes it? Going well. Good morning, Dan, and... um... Uh, rainy day up here in Columbus, but uh, big week coming, and um, I'm sure everyone's excited about the Ohio State-Oregon game. No question, and we will get to that. It's a biggie. First, we're going to take a quick look back at yesterday. Everybody knows Ohio State got the national spotlight on Thursday night, beat Minnesota at Minnesota, 45-31. to 31. I think there were some doubts about the game, but I do think everybody should be feeling a little bit better now. They watch everyone else play. It's Alabama, Ohio State, and everybody else, Bill. You know, I, I watched. I was excited about the uh, slate of games for yes for Saturday, and you know, sat down and worked as I uh, watched the games, and uh, my excitement somewhat quickly turned to a boredom. The games just weren't very competitive. And even if they were competitive, they weren't great games. You know, you, uh, I had the uh, Indiana-Iowa game on. That was a blowout, not really worth watching. The, um, uh, you know, the other games, Clemson and, and Georgia wasn't a blowout, but it certainly was not impressive. And it, it was kind of like watching paint dry to some extent, unless you're a, Georgia fan, I suppose. And, uh, you know, you had Penn State. uh, That that game was close, but again, it was a snoozer. And, you know, watching everything, it, uh, I I suppose Georgia can make a case for, 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 you know, getting a big win and all that. But, but again, you know, like you said, Ohio State and Alabama look like uh, the two teams again. You know, watching Clemson, I'm not sure you, you, you couldn't lock them in the stadium overnight and, and they would score. That was, that was just not impressive. So yeah, I, Ohio state and Alabama to me came away as the winners as, as far as being impressive and being the teams. Here are my quick impressions of the weekend. Clemson has some serious offensive line issues that have lingered through the off season. If everybody remembers Ohio state took them to the shed up front And, man, what Georgia did to them yesterday is criminal. I cannot believe that game did not have an offensive touchdown. Neither one of those teams looks to me like they're anywhere close to being a national championship contender right now, maybe down the line. Alabama was obviously the best team out there that I saw. They looked like a machine. It was kind of interesting to see Juice Williams light it up for sure. Oklahoma, we didn't mention, barely beat Tulane a Tulane team that's gone through a terrible experience down there in New Orleans for the last few weeks. So that was not an impressive performance by them. Like you mentioned, Penn State and Wisconsin was a snooze fest. 
I made a joke on the boards. I don't know if it was a joke, but the first 30 minutes I watched Michigan and Western Michigan and I watched Penn State, Wisconsin. And I said, three teams, 30 minutes, one evaluation. None of these teams are in Ohio State stratosphere. And I was being a little hasty. I get it. But we know those teams. They had to come back with something a little more dynamic to make up the gap on Ohio State. I just don't see it. So as much as things change, they stay the same. It looks like Ohio State and Alabama, after one week at least, are the class of the act. One guy with offers from pretty much everyone we've named, Sonny Styles, Safety linebacker, hybrid type out of Pickerington Central. Everybody knows him, class of 2023 arguably the best player in the state and arguably the best defensive player in the country. You saw him the other night. Bring us up to speed on Sonny Styles as a player and his recruitment that has a lot of familiar names in it. Well, he's, he's just a tremendous athlete. I mean, he, he passes the look test uh, uh, with flying colors. You know, the way, the way he plays at Pickering and Central, he plays a, a safety position and it's a, at times it's kind of a deep safety position uh, so a lot of the action, because they are so good uh, with their front seven, doesn't get to him. Um, when it does get to him, though, he, he definitely uh, shows out. He, he had one play on Friday night where he, you know, I'm not sure how that kid got up after Sonny Styles hit him. Um, you know, he, he uh, reacts really well to the ball thrown in the air. And he's, he's, he's a legitimate, you know, 6'4", 200-plus pounds, and he's going to get bigger. Um, you know, I, schools are recruiting him as a rover, as a uh, bullet, as a linebacker safety guy, Isaiah Simmons type guy, and that's exactly what I think he's going to be a great one at in college. And, um, you know, he's, he really had a, a busy weekend. You know, he played on Friday night. He then flew to Florida. Uh, on Saturday morning, he was at the Florida game on Saturday afternoon, um, visited Florida, obviously. Um, tonight, he is going to be at the Florida State game. The Florida State just happens to be playing Notre Dame, where his brother is a freshman, and his brother is definitely expected to play tonight. You know, after their Notre Dame's first couple receivers, um, it's Lorenzo Styles Jr., is probably next in line, either the number three or number four receiver for Notre Dame. So he is expected to play. His brother, uh, Sonny, is pretty excited about seeing him play. So um, it, a very busy weekend for him. That's not going to conclude the visits for him, though. You know, he, when I talked to him after his game on Friday night, he said that um, he was planning to visit Clemson yet. Um, didn't know when exactly, but planning to visit them. Uh, he definitely is going to be in the shoe um, this weekend for the Ohio State-Oregon game, and he may take some other visits too. So while I like where Ohio State stands, you know, he, he is continuing to take visits, and I continue to say that, like most people feel, that he's going to end up at Ohio State or, or Notre Dame. And, and, again, I like where Ohio State stands right now. Has he – made it clear to you bill or anyone when he plans to make a decision no i mean i've asked i saw him after the ohio state cookout i was uh, there that day and talked to him and did a uh story him on him after that after that that was at the end of july july 29th and then of course last night and and, and then i've talked to him on the phone he continues to say the same thing he says he's getting closer and i and again i asked him that again 
on Friday night. He said that uh, he said he continues to get a little bit closer, um, but he's not there yet. He wants to, you know, continue to evaluate as far as when he said that when, when the time feels right, basically when he is a hundred percent sure that he will um, make his decision and announcement. And right now he just uh, feels like he wants to keep looking at schools and making visits and, and make a hundred percent sure that when he decides, that's it. It's shut down. Bill, you made a good point talking about how he passes the look test. He's passed the look test since his freshman year. He started on the basketball team at a powerhouse program. One thing that was kind of neat on Friday night, uh, Sonny's a great, great athlete, great football player, outstanding basketball player. He could go either one in college if he wanted to. Football's first for him, though. But But he's a really nice young man. It was kind of neat. On Friday night, he had little kids coming up uh, asking for his autograph or asking to take pictures with him, that type of thing. And you know, he obliged every one of them. It was, it was really kind of cool. Um, you know, he, he would say to me, you know, go, hold on just one second while he did this. I'd say, hey, go right ahead and do all of that you can. I said, it's just great to see somebody doing that. So uh, whoever gets him, and again, I like where high state stands right now, but whoever gets him um, is going to get a great football player and a heck of a young man. You know, you hesitate to use the term total package on anyone, but this guy is the total package. He checks every box. Uh, I'm not sure I've seen a more complete prospect in Ohio in some time. And keep in mind, he's only a junior, people. Bill, will Sonny Styles be among the many that head to Ohio State this weekend for the Oregon game? Yes, he will. And he's going to be, uh, as he told me on Friday night, he plans to be in the shoe on um, on Saturday for the game, the High State Oregon game. And you know, they've got a nice group of 2023 guys coming in. Sonny Styles, Luke Montgomery, Josh Padilla, uh, Mateo Ngale, um is supposed to be there. So they have a, a nice group. They've got a nice group of 2024 guys that are planning to come in, led by quarterback Jaden Davis and defensive back Peyton Woodyard out of uh, – California, who he's a great one too. Uh, there may be a few other boss, John Bos- St. John Bosco kids too. Ernest Green's making his official visit, as is Caden Curry, and uh, unofficial visits from 2022 uh, include Carson Hinsman, uh, an underrated offensive lineman from Wisconsin. You know, I, High State never gets a guy from Wisconsin, but I can tell you, Carson Hinsman is considering the Buckeyes uh, very legitimately. I, you know, I still think if I had to pick right now. Uh, as my feature goes, I would pick Wisconsin for Carson Hinsman, but we'll see. Uh, so it, it's going to be a, a, a very good group of recruits. And I have a story on Bucknuts on that. I put it on on Saturday evening, and I'll be adding to that list all week week long. So it'll be a big, big weekend for high state recruiting wise uh, coming up. They haven't had a chance to roll out the red carpet here in about two years. Very interesting. Bill, have they expressed any disdain for you for the fact that it's a noon kickoff? Um, you know, I think that's – it makes it harder. And there have been kids that have told me that, that, that really it's hard if you have a game on Friday night. If you don't live in Ohio or Michigan or Indiana or somewhere like that, it's hard to get to, to Ohio State, get to the game on time and do all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, you know, it does make it hard with these – noon kickoffs and, and, and it, you know, Mark Pantone's job isn't made any easier uh, by noon kickoffs and, and getting guys 
to be able to make it on time for, for the game. I don't know how many of you tuned in to watch the Oregon-Fresno State matchup. Oregon looked awful. Their quarterback looked clueless. The best player on their team, Kayvon Thibodeau, got hurt, and they should have lost to Fresno State. If you watch that game, they were losing with 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and Fresno State had an unforced fumble. I don't normally say this, but I really think Oregon is in for it. Traveling east for a 9 a.m. kickoff Pacific time against a team playing in the shoe for the first time in two years. Good luck to the Ducks. We appreciate Bill stopping by. Have a good Sunday, Bucknutters. Thank you.